Episode 75, Finding Your Whys and Your Why Nots. Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cami Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified triathlon life and weight coach. I am a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlons. I'm here to assist you in helping you gain a stronger body and mind. And I'm excited to help you discover your healthy self. Let's go. Hello, my friends. How are you? I am excited to bring to you kind of a discussion we had inside our weekly group coaching inside Team Elevate. And so I thought it'd be really fun to kind of dive in a little more with that. But just to get you filled in with things happening here, it's the hottest day in September. (laughs) So I had to do a run and a bike. And I'm on a taper because I race next week. But just so you all know, I am preparing, as I'm preparing this podcast, I'm preparing on, you know, finding your whys and your why nots. I realized how many why nots I had to not do this podcast right now. And super interesting, right? (laughs) So it was like, you're tired. You should take a rest. You deserve it. You've been out in the hot sun. You can do it later. right? Does that sound familiar for anything in our life? So yes, I'm going to talk about all that. But um, good thing that I remember my why, because I know that like this is important. And I know that this is something I love to do. And I'm super happy when I get it recorded. You don't have to think about it anymore. And I know that this is something that helps me feel better, that I can share some of the things I learned and share it with others. And I'm hoping it will affect some of you. So it's a really a great place to, in the long run, have this well-being and this sense of, of feeling good and feeling better. But um, temporarily, a lot of those thoughts pop up. So I want to share why why I think it's important to have a why and we're going to dive into it, but we're going to do that for half the time. But the other half we're going to talk about in the same regards, why, why we need to know what the why nots are, because so many times we're like, okay, I'm just going to be really into the whys. I'm going to have all my whys. I'm going to do all the things, but we get so frustrated when we don't do it. And then we don't even acknowledge what's happening and why we're not doing it. But my biggest thing that I'm hoping we think about and talk about and understand is that once we know what the why nots are, we bring them into our conscious thinking instead of unconsciously, and then we can become aware of them. So when they're in my head, like just before I was recording this podcast, I'm like, oh, these are all my why nots popping up in my head. But unless we're thinking that matter and we're kind of like redirecting our thoughts, then we don't know. And we're just, next thing we know, we're taking the action of something that we didn't want or not taking the action but we didn't even know how we got there. So we're going to kind of backpedal a little bit more because I know a lot of people talk about the whys and I think that's important, but sometimes we're not taking a few steps back to realize, oh, if I'm not taking the action, then there's something obviously that I'm believing that's helping me not take the action and I'm not truly believing the why. And until we can understand where we're actually, what we're actually believing and how that's really driving into our actions, we're not going to be able to change it. So, I mean, to start out with, let's talk about the why. Let's talk about why that's so important. And the very first thing is 
that we're going to say is it helps us think before we take the action. So meaning in, in a weight loss sense, right? It's like, okay, before I eat the cookie, I'm going to think about, is this my why? Is this part was, is fitting into my plan of why I want to lose weight? And then we can answer the question. So if we, if our why is strong enough at that point or our why holds up, then we probably won't eat the cookie or we're just like, if we get to, we're tired and we're not really thinking in that straight mind, we might pop into our why nots might rule, might rule that case. And we probably will just be eating the cookie. So the next thing is, is to really understand about how important the why is. And so many times we think we have to do a why that is what everyone else says, you know, everyone else is like, well, I should be this size or I should look this way or I should be very active in this or I should want to be hiking every mountain or running all the races. And we don't need a why so that we can do any of those. We don't need a why to match what social media says is our why. We just need a why that's authentic to us, something that we want and something that we want to strive for that really most of the time, the why is to help us feel better, to feel better about our life. So that's what we want to concentrate on. And we need to realize that with the why, it can be temporary. It can change. We can have lots of whys. We don't have to have just one set why because we're going to need different whys for different circumstances in our life, for different um, things that arise. So we need to have quite a few. I've heard people suggest up to even 20 and then you can, you know, obviously narrow down which ones you really want to work on for those times. But inside doing that, we we understand that we don't need to even tell everyone our whys because people, you know, our brain wants to be like, well, that's selfish. Well, that's superficial. You know what? It's not for them. Your whys aren't for anyone else but for you. So if you want to do a why that's I want to look good in a swimsuit. I want to look good in a bikini. I want to look good for my husband. I want to look good for me when I get in the mirror. Any of those reasons, if they really are connected to a feeling that like really is going to be inspiring you, it's really going to encourage you. It's going to help you stay with it. Then let's use that. Why you don't again, like you don't have to go tell everyone, but I do suggest that you write down your whys and this not be the only time you write down your whys. Like get a list right now and write them down and then have up to 20 and then take the ones that are really like you can tell that are really going to be powerful for you as far as they're going to help you. I mean, they don't have to be super passionate, but it's just you just need to have them be like, oh, no, this one really syncs with me. Like I can tell this is a real solid why. And then put that on sticky notes, put in places that you can read, put it on your phone screen, put it anywhere, but don't just do this one time and think that, oh, it's going to last because this is the thing. And this is what I was just talking with my clients about in Team Elevate is that we, if we have this why, and that's our reason that would be in our thought line of their CTFAR model, CTFAR is the circumstance we have is is our goal, but our thought that being the why or the reason, if we don't attach to it with some sort of, you know, inspiring or encouraged or determined or, um, you know, a belief, a conviction, then 
that won't hold up when the why nots come, just so you know. So you really want to just make sure you have some attachment, some feeling attached to that, because that's the part that's going to drive into your actions. So that's super important that you find something that has a connection to you. Because a why that's just like, I want to lose 50 pounds in 30 days. Great. But like, if you don't really believe that's going to happen, you don't really believe that, that that's, you don't have a conviction. You're not committed to that. This is not going to happen. And after you get done with this podcast, you're not, it's, it's not, it's not going to be something you're going to go do. So we want to really watch that. And then the last thing when we're getting to why and really trying to be, um, you know, inquisitive is, and I say this all the time is we want to be a scientist. We want to, we understand why, and we want to, we want to be curious enough to ask the question once, once again, we're keeping with weight loss. Someone will say to me, I want to lose weight. And I say, why? They're like, I want to lose 40 pounds. I say, why? I want to feel better. Well, why do you want to feel better? They're like, I want to be able to move. I want to be able to be with my kids. I want to be able to do water skiing with my kids. I want to be able to hike with my kids. Okay. Why do you want to do that? They're like, because I want to be like fully present in my life. I want to be living my life, right? I want to see different things in my life. I want to have different perspectives. I want to, I want to grow all these things. Those are the whys as we, as we unfold it. So you ask the question why, and then you ask the question why the next question. So you keep taking it different layers. And those are some ways to really get whys that really touch into your heartstring that you're like, Oh, this is really the reason why, like, I really want to be able to move. And I want to, you know, be able to, tie my shoes. I want to be able to move and I want to be able to not be in pain. All that, that's going to be some of your whys. And the last part of this is just asking some questions. It's mostly like we take reasons that we want something and then we understand how that can be connected to our whys. So if again, with weight loss, we're like, what, you know, what are you going to feel when you, when you get to this weight loss? Or a lot of times, even if we're hiking and I'm like, why would you want to get to the top of a mountain? Because they think they're going to feel better, right? They think they're going to accomplish something. So you, that would be a question to do that as, as someone trains to get to the top of a peak or top, top of a mountain or someone's training to, or someone's trying to lose amount, amount of weight, they're going to feel excited. They're going to feel the sense of empowerment. They can do that. You want to attach to that feeling, like I said, because that's going to help you with your why, because you're going to have the why, which is the thought. And then you're going to attach it to the feeling that you believe you're going to feel. And you're going to work on feeling that now. And then another thing is, is what problems will be solved in your life if you, if you really have this goal and this challenge that you're working towards, what will be different in your life? What do you, what are you thinking will be different? And that will be, again, like I already mentioned, probably moving better, like less pain or being able to be, um, playing, kick the ball around with your kids or go to the park or bike ride with your kids. And I won't get off and have so much pain. I won't be able to move for the next few days. Like what will be different? What problems will be solved? And so it's things like that, that we can ask and we can start getting and developing the whys, right? And I love this one is what people in my life will be so happy to see me loving my life, being happy with the things in my life. Who are those people? And even if, if it's not anyone in particular, like you will be. So you can even answer that question that you will be the one that it will matter to. So I think it's important when we're looking at the whys, those are some ways that we can start working on the whys. I definitely suggest you to write them down and we don't just stop at writing them down. 
like I already just mentioned, we really need to know the feeling that's coming from this why, because that way we'll know. And um, it's kind of like a self check. We're going to know at the end of our day when we start going like we've made this why and then we start living our life and we're going to look at our actions and we're going to see what we're doing. And then we're going to go up one to the feeling line and then up one more to the thought line and be like, Oh, I can see because I thought this and I felt this, that I took this action. But if it's not the action we want, we need to go up and start seeing, am I believing the why nots more than my why? And what is it that it's reinforcing? Like why, you know, why are the whys holding true and I'm getting to the action I want? Or why are the why nots happening and having me stay in the inaction or an action I don't want? So now we're going to flip directions and we're going to talk about the why nots. And this is where you want to see that the why nots are almost exactly opposite than the whys. And the first thing I was saying is when we have a why, it helps us think before we act. Well, on the flip side, the why nots is usually we're not thinking and we're very, just very temporary and it's just satisfying the need right now. And um, that's why we have to, we realize usually that we're in the why nots after we're taking the action because it's usually very unconscious these why nots are an unconscious thought that have been just, they're just a default thought. They're just something that have been playing in our mind over and over again. And so we don't even recognize them, but they're very sneaky in the way they just keep us very temporarily. We feel fine relief very temporarily. And when we think before we act, when we're doing the whys, we might have that discomfort a little bit, but we're willing to do it because we know there's well-being on the other side. But the why nots are just like, uh-uh. They just very keep us, like I talk about, they keep us kind of like the caveman is safe, safe and out of discomfort, you know, and, you know, with the pain, like, I don't want to feel any pain. I don't want to, you know, I don't want it to be, I want it to be comfortable and I want it to be efficient. That's what the brain does on the why nots. And so it's really interesting that we start seeing this. And then the next thing that we talked about is that the whys are for you, right? When we have the whys and they're, they're authentic, they're unique, they can change, they can be temporary. The same is true with the why nots, but the why nots is the way it's true is that usually the why nots come in and it's because, you know, we just temporarily want to get relief or a lot of the times it's because the people pleasing, like you'll see some of the why nots in a second, but we're just like, oh, well, it's because this and this, this person, I can't do it. Right. So we kind of get into people pleasing sometimes and we forget that we, it's about us and our well being in the long term, And we sacrifice so much just in the why nots. We don't, we don't really see that bigger picture. We don't really see that future self. And so we get caught in trying to please everyone else, controlling everyone else when we're like, forget that we're the only ones that we can really control. So when we get down to the next thing thing is asking the whys, you know, like, why is this important to me? But we have to see when we have all the why nots, like, why are we deciding to keep these? We have to really bring those why nots into the conscious thinking. So some of the why nots are I'm too busy. I'm tired. It doesn't really matter. I deserve this. I'm happy with where I'm at. Um, Let's see. My kids need me. I'm too, I'm too busy to take care of this. And this can go on the back burner for a little while. And my life is too hectic to really look at, you know, being healthier, right? All these different excuses. I mean, we could go on and on and on, but we have to start realizing what our favorite why nots are. (laughs) We have to realize that 
that our brain's so smart that it's going to throw us why nots at different times in our life. You know, when we've had a long day with the kids and, you know, our why would be because I want to be active with the kids. I want to be moving with the kids. I want to be all in instead of the, not in the sidelines. But in the end of the night, when we don't really want to be around our kids and we put them to bed or we've done all this stuff, then the I deserve it, the why not I deserve it that comes in. We need to be conscious of that because that's going to be really loud in our head and we'll be like, I deserve to go eat this bowl of ice cream. I deserve to just sit and not do all the things that I wanted to do that will bring me well-being in the future. So we have to realize that the why nots are going to come and they're going to play in to like our senses and they're going to know and they're smart. These why nots have been in our head circling on these default thoughts for so long that it's made a huge track in our head, a big, loud thought that circles around. And we have to become aware of these thoughts that are going to come in and try to take us away from the whys because the whys are something we don't, we don't, we don't all the way believe and we haven't all the way done it yet. So there's, we still have to really nourish those whys. We really have to, um, be cautious of that. We have to really be conscious and we have to give it a lot of love and understanding. And sometimes we don't do that, right? That's what we do when we nourish a little plant. We give it sunshine. We give it the the soil. We need watering, all the things. And we have to do that so it will grow up into this like beautiful flower. The same thing we have to do with these whys that are that we're creating, but that we don't all the way believe because the why nots, our brains believe the why nots because it's the way it's kept us safe. It's the way it's protected us. And so we don't need to be mad about it. And we don't even need to be like, oh, crap, that's what I'm doing wrong and like beat ourselves up. We're like, no, OK, this makes sense. This is why I'm not taking the action is because I think I have this why. But if I pull back one layer and I, you know, if I look at my actions that I'm not taking and I go up and I'm like, oh, that's it's because I was believing a why not. Right. I was believing this. Why not? Why I can't really do it is because I'm too tired right now. My life is too busy. I don't have time for this and I'm fine enough, right? My life is fine. We always say that my life is just fine. It doesn't really matter. It's not really going to matter anyways, right? And those are the why nots that get us stuck. And those are the things that I, I think are even more important than the why sometimes is to start being aware of those why nots that are going to have us stuck, right? So they it's temporarily it brings relief to us temporarily it's like oh I feel so good I don't have to do that right that's just the temporary but when we have a why and we have a goal and we have this challenge that we want to meet we need to think and we need to tap out of that unconscious thinking we need to tap into the conscious thinking and be like no I understand the why nots are going to be here because that's the way that was been my brain's job is to protect me but I'm going to tap into the whys and I'm going to have to nourish that that's why we need to have the sticky notes up we need to have we need to remember that we need to see it all the time because if not we just will go to the default thinking that's where we're going to happen that's where and, that, and our action is going to be not what we want or it's going to be not not the action it's just no action right it's just the stuck and it's stuck we just we just stay there and I was just reading this book and it said um that when discomfort of just being the same surpasses the comfort of change then we'll actually change so when we when we are like finally are like, I can't even handle this discomfort of staying where I'm at, even though I'm stuck, then we're going to be like, no, I'm really going to tap into my why, right? I really want this better life because I realize that like this discomfort that I'm, that I always have <laughs> that's here because it's really, I know what something else is greater out there. I am now going to take that why. And when the why nots come, I'm going to be aware of them, but I'm going to start believing the whys over the why nots. So 
It's super important. It's super good work to do. And it is really a big key in helping us. First of all, like I've said in so many of these podcasts, we have to understand what's happening. We have to be aware that we're either we're believing a why or believing a why not, right? Like our brain will tell, tell us one thing and we can either redirect to our why, or we're just going to believe the why not. And then we can tell, cause we have some conviction on either one. We either we've, we have a conviction or a belief that the why not is really going to just help us in the moment. Really, that's the net negative because at the end, we don't really feel that good. Or we have conviction this why, this future that I really want is going to be worth it. We have some connection to that and we'll take the action. And if not, we won't take the action and we just stay in the same cycle, doing the same thing over and over again. And that's what makes us feel stuck. So I want you to, of course, I want you to work on your whys. I want you to get a list of 20 and then put five on a sticky note that really resonate with you, right? Put them all over. And then I also want you to make a list of your why nots. I want you to start realizing all the why nots that pop up in your head. Like I just told you when I want to do the podcast, like you're too tired. Like you can do this later. Like it doesn't really matter. Like all the things. And they're just, they're so sneaky that we don't even take the time to do that, but write them down. And we don't need to give them a lot of like you know, credit and everything. It's just that we need to be aware when they come and realize we don't have to believe that sentence in our head. It is just a sentence. It has worked so many times that our brain's like, this has worked so many times. It's kept you saved. It keeps you right here. You don't have to go out and try something that could be hard. Maybe something you could fail. I'm going to keep you right here. I'm going to keep you safe. And you want to be like, guess what? Thank you. Thank you for all the times you've held me brain. Like as if you're talking to a friend. But right now, I actually want to go. I want to evolve. I want to take my life to the next step. And I know that there's going to be pain. And I appreciate you for helping me. But right now, I'm going to do I'm going to do my whys, right? So we have to have that conversation, which seems kind of weird. And maybe we don't have to say it out loud. But realizing that there's that battle. So I'm really excited to hear how this goes. I've really been trying to help my team elevate women see that this is a lot of the reasons why we aren't necessarily reaching the challenges as fast as we want. And I call challenges in ways of choosing our challenges is in ways of choosing our goals, right? Is really trying to elevate our lives. And once we can start recognizing that we start getting so, so empowered in our lives to realize that we can redirect our thoughts, that our brain just gives spitfires, tons of sentences, like 60, we meant like 60,000 thoughts a day and we don't have to believe all of those and we can just see them for what they are if we see them on paper and then we can decide oh I think I was believing the why not but I'm going to believe the why today I'm going to write down the why I'm going to have it important those why nots I see you I hear you but I'm, I don't have to believe you and then we get then we get to move forward in our life then we get empowered then we get the confidence to know like it's more important I can evolve I can elevate to the next level and the effort that it takes, it's worth it. Just like I tell everyone, you know, I always use the incline as my example, but every step we take when we do the incline, it takes effort, but we know we're doing that to get to the top of this beautiful vista. And we see this beautiful, beautiful new perspective. We see the city from such a beautiful view. We've accomplished a goal. That is the same thing with our wives. Like, yeah, it does take effort. And our brains are like, it's too hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to take effort and maybe we could define it as hard, but it's hard to stay at a place where we're not, where we know we're living below our potential, right? That's hard as well. So we're going to choose what we want to do. We're going to choose what dividends we want on the back end, something that's actually going to grow us and evolve us. Let's choose that. Let's choose those whys because on the back end, we're going to get so much more when we stick with that than just staying exactly where we're at. So I can't wait for you to try finding your whys, discovering your whys 
and also being aware of the why nots. Okay, I'll talk to you guys all next week. Bye-bye. How would you like to be a part of a team that elevates you every time? That is what we do inside Team Elevate. It is a monthly group coaching program where we coach on topics such as weight loss, exercise, and how to be an active participant in your daily life. We also talk about relationships with ourselves and with others and how to nourish and enrich those so we can expand and broaden our perspective in life. I like to compare it to a gym, but this program is working with your body and your mind. So come inside and see what it's all about. You can join Team Elevate through CammyBanks.com or you can get on my Instagram at CammyBanksCoaching and that's Cammy with a K. Also, if you like this podcast, please follow it and share it with a friend and leave a review. And again, thank you for sharing your time with me. Bye-bye.